Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's news talk, TNT Radio. In 1620, the Pilgrim Fathers and the Mayflower set sail from Plymouth to explore the new world. More than 400 years later, Darren from Plymouth explores today's new world. Darren from Plymouth is D.D. Denslow, and he's digging deeper on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Uh, welcome to uh, Back to TNT. This is a, a Sunday and a, a, a few hours earlier edition of Digging Deeper. It is New Year's Eve. 2023 has finally come to an end. And when I reflect back on this year, I actually think it was a little bit dreary, a little bit dull. Everyone was a little bit depressed after coming out of the COVID era. And I think it's probably 2023 could be considered the calm uh, before the storm. Uh, Who we got coming up on today's show? Uh, First up, uh, returning guests, both returning guests, actually. Uh, I very much appreciate it because... uh, I had to get him out of bed a little bit earlier than the planned date. I've got Carl Vernon. He's in the studio. Uh, he's about to join me. Carl is a social and political commentator, a number one best-selling author uh, of books such as Surrounded by Morons. God, isn't that true? Uh, the Massive Advantages of Dealing with Assholes, Anxiety Rebalance, and You Care Too Much. All excellent titles of books, may I add. Uh, and in an hour's time, I've got the People's Lawyer joining me, David Adelman, uh, and we will be discussing uh, what's going on in our schools and what can we expect in the future uh, for uh, the youngest of our society. Uh, Me and Carl are going to be discussing uh, some of the events of 2023. There were some good events. You remember the Chinese spy balloons? God, that was nearly 12 months ago, back in February. Uh, And actually, a couple of days after those spy balloons, yet another distraction, as some called it. Uh, There was a massive catastrophic 7.8 magnitude earthquake in Turkey. Uh, And actually, that killed 60,000 people. Uh, What other events have we had this year? Oh, February 28th. The FBI publicly confirmed that COVID-19 originated in a lab. And as soon as the uh, FBI admitted that's where COVID-19 come from, everyone said, no, that's a conspiracy. That isn't true. It's just a distraction, as people do. Uh, AI, um, uh, we had the release of chatbot. GPT-4. I don't know if you play with ever played with that. I've had many an argument uh, with that uh, large language model. Uh, it will not tell me how many people have died in Ukraine. So I will tell you uh, the dead, the body count in Ukraine at the moment is up to about half a million people. Uh, no one's waving their blue and yellow flags anymore. No, they're waving blue and white flags. And there are so many more events throughout the year. Remember the Titan submersible that imploded, uh, killing some billionaires. That was another good story, another good distraction. Um, so I'll be discussing some of these events um, uh, with Carl. Uh, I've got some more. And predictions for 2024, because we've got elections coming up. Uh, we've got the conflict 
which looks like it may well spill outside of the borders of Israel in the Middle East. We've got AI and CVDCs and the threat of a cyber attack all coming down the line. A lot of uh, very well-respected commentators, particularly Whitney Webb, is warning of this. So uh, uh, we'll see what Carl thinks is going to happen in 2024. Uh, okay, we are on Rumble, YouTube, we're on Twitter Live Broadcast. Uh, we're also on FB, Odyssey. Does anyone use Odyssey? I don't know. We're on all the video platforms live, so please go and check that out. You can also go onto the tntradio.live website. Uh, we've got a live chat on there. We've got some merch that you can buy. It's going to get particularly cold probably in the next couple of days, so you can get yourself a nice hoodie uh, and a nice TNT mug to put your Horlicks in to, to warm up your cockles. Uh, but whatever you do, spread the word about TNT Radio. Help us grow in 2024 okay carl uh welcome to the show it's great to have you back on thanks for getting up early hey maybe you'd be glad like 10 o'clock you'd be like oh yeah, i'm glad i got up early i'm glad that dd danzo woke me up on new year's eve on a sunday how are you mate i'm very well how about yourself although do you know what i don't know did you how was your christmas and since christmas because i see lots of people have been saying it's been a pretty meek dull depressed affair compared to how it's been previously and i kind of get that the energy definitely feels like it's been lowered what was yours like uh i mean i'm not a massive christmas fan to be honest uh, and i haven't been you know I've never, I've never really enjoyed it but i tried to get into the festive spirit uh put a tree up see friends see family uh, and although I did get to go away uh, uh, the last week up in London, it never felt like Christmas at no. all this year. Not not one bit. Uh, I, I didn't really see much like cheer or festivity yeah. online. I didn't see it in any of the mainstream media that I caught a glimpse of. Uh, the lights in Plymouth were crapper than they've ever been. Um, and, and nobody you, you, really... You're lucky you got lights. You're lucky you got lights. I, I went to probably four or five different sort of small towns small cities and it's probably the first time that i've seen some places that had no lights whatsoever and the excuses that are being made things like oh you know we haven't the, the council you know we haven't got the budget this year i, I don't know man it, i feel it's like it's it's part of that just trying because I'm, I'm similar to you in regards to to christmas and all of that um it's obviously very very commercialized you know buy each other presents blah 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 but you know it is that one time of year where people do get together there's a bit of cheer there's there's a, mm -hmm. a you know a bit of celebration and it's like not having lights not having the cheer the threat of christmas market attacks which is ever increasing and of course we've got new years now with france saying that there's probably going to be something big going on there it just feels like the energy is has has been suppressed. It does feel like it. You feel it in the air. Yeah, and I mean, Christmas has been under attack actually for oh, a good decade, uh, from my own yeah. recollection. From what, you know, we saw it first in America. They started attacking Christmas and, and saying, you know, it was the discriminatory uh, celebration that excluded so many people. Again, this is completely untrue. Uh, and uh, I think 
as a as a result of as a climax of this year it's almost quite fitting that christmas has been like it has because it has been such a depressing year and i suspect as time goes on christmas is going to be uh less prominent and given less priority in our culture going forward do you think yeah, it feels like that. It feels like that. And it's been a collection of of things, like you said, Darren. Like, I think for a lot of people, it's been the co- cost of things, the cost of food, the cost of going out, the cost of drinks, um, and people just not being able to afford it. You can actually, you, you saw it as well. Like I, I typically leave everything till the last minute. And just going out to the supermarkets, it used to be that you'd go out two or three days before christmas and you couldn't get a parking space you know Uh people going and buying their brussels and whatever else right you'd drive up you wouldn't be able to get a parking space or you'd at least be queuing for a while now it was straight in you know now now it was straight and of course i think yeah people might think oh you know you're doing more online and stuff like that but i think it's it's not so much that obviously that's an element of it but and and that's quite funny as well i think people were getting um, rather than their turkeys that went out of stock, people buying their food online were getting things like turkey Twizzlers, um, you know, in, in replacement <laughs> of their turkey, which is why the online world probably ain't always as good as it should be. But going and going to the supermarkets, it's never been so quiet. And, and of course, there's many elements of that. But I feel like along with cost of living and the lowering of energy i think a lot of people have had like a cold uh, and a virus or a bug i've had some Uh since christmas well i think we'll talk a little bit about this as well but i've had some since about christmas and i'm always intrigued as to 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 why this sort of stuff always spread so prevalent in in these times but it's um yeah i think it's been a combination of things yeah, I'm mean, talking about the illness. Actually, that has done has been doing the rounds. Not have we only seen a uh, a mass influx of people waving their COVID tests online. Look, I got a red line. It's like, oh my god, people are still testing, or people, you know, trying to encourage others to wear their masks. Um, but there has been a talk of a dry cough. There have been doctors coming out saying we've seen loads of cases of that. Uh, have you been suffering from you know a bit of cough and flu or cold or COVID? Well, Darren, I, COVID. I, I... I, I just I just did my eighth test oh, and okay. um, I, I'm just going to keep doing it until I get lines and lines. Why? Well, because work's coming back up, isn't it? <laughs> All these people <laughs> as bloody work is is set to. I mean, I understand it, of course. I mean, you know, as as uh, January hits, as uh, as you've had a few bevies, uh, sat down, enjoyed some bits on the TV, watched a bit of Die Hard, put your feet up, add some turkey and some some excessive bit of food, and now it's work again. Whoopsie, where's where's the Rona test, Darren? Where is it? Um, yeah, do you know what? It's how do I explain it? It's it's probably best described as a a, a cold. Really, I've had a, a bit of a cold. I don't normally get colds. Um, I haven't had anything like this for a while, actually. I've got some just tiny, maybe last year that lasted only a few days. But apart from that, you know, I don't don't normally get it. Um, so I think it's it's a combination of things. I think people, the reason why they get cold type symptoms this type of year is because your body sort of shuts down and it says, you know, you, you want to be able to have a break, have the food, mm-hmm. have the drink, but then your body says, Ah, you chilled out. We're actually going to get rid of some of the toxins now. So that's coming yeah. out. 
But then on top of that, after years and years and years of of being bombarded with psyops and information about how you are you should be close to death with having a dry cough, you know, medical student syndrome. You've heard of that, Darren? No, I haven't. I, I should have, as an ex-teacher, I should know all about it. But please tell me. I tell you, you what, you're, talking about, it, you're talking about like um like a university cold or a university. Is that what you mean? Or uh, it's kind of like that. It's also referred to as medical students' disease, right? And it is fascinating. I love it. I love talking about it because I think it is just so mind blowing and how it works. But basically, what medical student syndrome is? This is more prominent in the US than the UK. But what happens is, is students who are studying a type of disease, and it could be incredibly rare. Let's say a mm-hmm. tropical disease, right? Mm-hmm. And Ebola. you don't hear of it. It's incredibly rare, doesn't happen. But when they study it, when they're exposed to the idea of it, guess what happens? They start to experience the symptoms. You know, and this is a real thing. You know, check it out medical student syndrome, medical student disease. What this does is it highlights the placebo effect it highlights mm-hmm. how powerful the mind is so guess what happens when the world over years is exposed to continual information about what's going on how they should be feeling what symptoms they need to be incredibly nervous about guess what happens you know i i just i'm, I'm i find like the placebo effect and that sort of stuff mind blowing you know mm-hmm. the power of the mind Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a psychosomatic effect. And we do actually live in um, a, a medical cult. Uh, I, I sort of realized this, I don't know, maybe six months into COVID when we was finally allowed to walk on the streets again. And I noticed that all the bus stop signs, all the posters on, on, the, on the walls of my city, they were all medical in nature. When I do see adverts on TV, they tend to be quite medical in nature. I mean, in the USA, it absolutely dominates uh, their advertising space. Uh, and I think we've created a, a a sick society in their minds where everybody sort of assumes that they are ill or or have made themselves to believe, owing unknowingly in some cases, like you've mentioned with the medical uh, student syndrome, unknowingly making themselves sick. Uh, and, and I think that's probably a, a deliberate or desired outcome uh, of the propaganda that we face. Why and why wouldn't it be like that as well, Darren? Let's think about this. What what is if we're going to think about what typically we worry about, and 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 rightly so. One of the big things that we worry about is our health, uh, and of course, why wouldn't it be like that? Because what are we without our health? We're we're nothing, right? Nobody wants to be laid up. Nobody wants to be ill. Nobody wants to live their lives like that. And if that's so dominant then it makes sense that the people that own this space also own that. And and it's been, you know, obviously it's been clear, certainly the past couple of years for people who might not have been paying so much attention, the the people that own this matrix, if you want to call it that, are, uh, are connect are, are farmer, you know, or, or banks, it's, you know, it's the money, but then you uh-huh. could argue that they're pretty much the same people anyway. Yeah, they're all the same. 
they're all the same thing big pharma big oil big banks and in fact most of big pharma their products are made out of big oil which is financed by big bank uh, so they're all um uh, connected and i'll tell you what else you made me think of going to a slight diversion was phantom pregnancies I, I don't know why that popped into my head while we was having this conversation but actually you get women who are so determined to get pregnant so want to get pregnant that they actually go through the symptoms of pregnancy even though they are not pregnant and again it's just a, a psychosomatic effect of i thought of i thought pregnancy. you were going to say i thought you were going to say you were experiencing symptoms yourself darren no, 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 no. I haven't made the change just yet, uh, but who knows what will happen in 2024. Maybe I'll reappear on TNT uh, next Sunday with a blonde wig and I'll call myself Darlene. And I think that's probably... What, whatever you do, keep the beard. Yeah. Do you like the beard? I've been grooming it keep and it. trimming it. And gro- I should keep it. Most women have beards nowadays. They've even got adverts uh, trying to sell you tech products by women with beards. Uh, and I'm sure it's a it's a really good uh, advertising campaign uh, to use that strategy. Uh, we're going to go to a break now, Carl. Uh, and when we come back, I'm going to ask you to just reminisce a little bit on what you think were a couple of the key events of 2023 uh, before we go on and have a look at some of your predictions, uh, maybe some of your fears, or even some of your hopes for 2024. And I've got to be honest, uh, I'm really, really excited about 2024, uh, but probably not for good reason. So please uh, stay right here with us on TNT Radio. TNT Radio's Hervoy Morich. Approximately 650,000 Ukrainian men aged 18 to 60 have left Ukraine for Europe since the start of the war. It's a tough spot if your country is being invaded. Uh, that's one thing and you're a, a male and a citizen. Um, but you know, if the war, if it's a globalist war, I wouldn't want to participate in these banker globalist wars, and most of them just uh, are. Hervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. The Light is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies. No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website thelightpaper.co.uk and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. Thelightpaper.co.uk It sounds really good. It sounds real, dude. It's not bad, huh? This is today's News Talk Radio. TNT. Uh, welcome back to TNT Radio. Yes, we're on an early edition today uh, of Digging Deeper. I am on at 9 a.m. I've brought the show forward, or I was asked to bring the show forward, so all the staff, all the wonderful staff at TNT can finish early. So big shout out to Cam and everybody else who works in the studio and has done a magnificent effort all year for TNT Radio. To all the staff, big shout out to Rick, to Natalie, to Katie, to James, who, who work in the, the English section, and of course to Mike and Jenny. I've got to big you up. Thank you for everything that you do for TNT. Uh, big shout out to everyone in the live chat. Also, I see some have caught on that I'm on early. So big shout out to Sarah, Lisa. Big shout out to you, Mally. Uh, the big walk is still on. 
back dependent, mate. Uh, all Northumberland, Skippy, I think I've already said you, and everyone else who's in the live chat, thanks for coming in early and noticing that I was on. 2023, I said it was a bit dull, dreary, and depressing. It wasn't quite as eventful or as exciting or as scary as the previous years. I think we've had a bit of a lull in the narrative after they have taken a beating uh, from the people who have been pushing back, like myself uh, and you, Carl. What are the sort of key events of 2023 uh, that, that ring in your mind, mate? It's like, do you know what? I think it's been just a... Comp- I think you described it really well, actually, Darren, in the... I think there's been more significant things that have happened in previous years. And this year has kind of been a year off. Yeah. But it hasn't felt like a year off. It's been very, if you look at the feedback, if you look at what people have been saying, it it just feels like a year of the, the, the has just been suppressed has been subdued. And, and I think part of, strategies part of psyops part of grander things and and of course i know you want to talk about moving forward as well into the next year 2024 but i think this year has just been part of that in the i suppose there's only so many things that you can throw at people and of course there's been things that have happened escalations and 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 wars and uh, and it's been absolutely clear that they are wanting some big conflict that 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 that's that's been clear for me i don't know about you in the back the past sort of year as well as as well as the energy being more subdued as well as people being just a little bit more like you know how are you yeah you know I'm, i'm all right but then they're not being aware of themselves being like that as well it's just like being part of what has been the build-up over these past few years that has created that sort of psyche in them? But like I mentioned, in regards to the the the, the big events, obviously that what's been kicking off in Israel. But I think that's just part of how they want things moving forward. They, they really are desperate for some really big conflict and moving into next year i think that's going to be key to them assessing the algorithms assessing what people are talking about they'll probably use this period of time as well to see where people are at with all that type of stuff and then in regards to the flick of the switch if you like what could it be it could be a number of things but in regards to a big conflict the obvious one is um china with with, with taiwan isn't it in regards mm-hmm. to that just being able to to kick off very quickly and then you've got what's happening in ukraine and you've got israel and then you've got the us already talking about bombing iran and you know adding all this stuff together they're desperate for it but i think they're assessing what people are talking about are people willing to go and fight if they if, if their their bellies are full of hydrogenated fat while they sit watching Netflix, eating their Ben and Jerry's. This is the thing that I think they are assessing as we speak. Um, I think there was plenty of Ukrainian men my age who were sitting around in February 2022, saw that Russia had invaded and thought, I'm fine. I'll stay here and eat my turkey Twizzlers. Uh, I'm going to be okay. I'm 46. You've only got to now go and have a look at the the the, 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 the army um, uh, messes full of really old 
50 plus years men. I, I, I've seen men who look like 60. I've seen people with Down syndrome in the trenches in Ukraine. I don't think if it really kicked off and they needed the manpower, they would care how fit you are. Can you carry a gun? Can you walk across a minefield? Will probably be the requirements. So uh, uh, one of my New Year's resolutions was getting fit, but I'm a bit concerned about that because I don't know if I want to get too <laughs> fit just in case. But you are right with regards to war. There is a determination. You see it in the news cycle. You see it from the language from Western governments that there, there seems to be some drive to provoke a conflict that isn't contained. You know, and I say to people, yeah, the people who blew up Nord Stream pipeline, I don't think it was just about gas. I think they wanted a war, yeah? And those people, whoever is responsible for that, will do anything they can to have this really large-scale conflict, whether it's Taiwan and Chinese uh, in China. And I've just bought my Taiwanese flags, because I think they're going to be Excellent. a big seller in 2024. Uh, I might get some Iran flags as well, but I'm not sure how popular they will be with the public. It's a bit of a, mm -hmm. bit of a hedge. Um, do you think that we're going to experience a conflict in 2024 much wider that reaches into the homes of everybody in the west uh, and do you think that maybe a uh, purpose of that would be to prevent uh, a certain person winning the u.s election i think it'll all be connected and i think yes i think it's clear that they've already they've sowed the seeds um in regards to china taiwan iran and and a few other bits um i, I i've not gone out and buy, bought my uh Taiwanese flag. Uh, I'm happy for that just to be online. I can put that on my Twitter bio. In fact, I think it works better on your social media as you reach more people and get more virtue uh -huh. signaling down. Yeah. Uh -huh. The the yeah. the Iran flag, I think the PSYOP is too far ahead um in regards to uh, Middle Eastern countries and having any sympathy for them um the psyop has, has worked too well with that sort of stuff you know long gone is the idea of you know ours about no conflict ours about um uh you, we stop fighting for absolute psychos who who literally hate you um and make a a, a ton of money out of you how's about that sort of stuff no 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 i've i'll put my flag in the bio and i'll i'll fight for what is right come on yeah it, it's it's clear that they're they're, they're sowing the seeds but i also think that in regards to western particularly western countries european countries people are different um if we just take the uk for example do i see a load of fighting age males in the uk literally just being willing to go out and fight i don't know i'm not sure about that i think it's different to like a ukrainian population i think it's different to other populations um and i think that's why the psyop is so intent about destroying from within again america is the the very very yeah. good example of this you know create culture wars within these countries to destroy from within why because i think what they've maybe picked up from the algorithms is populations like the us and the uk they're not willing to get up from the couch from netflix and stop eating their ben and jerry's and that that's why you know there needs to be this escalation externally but also internally um but like you say maybe you know maybe don't get too fit Darren, and maybe the idea of of getting pregnant ain't so bad after all, eh? 
Well, that's what they did in Ukraine to get out of the country. Oh, we're, we're, we're conscripting all the men. They all put wigs on. And you actually saw some of these men in wigs getting pulled out of supermarkets by the, the snatch squads there uh, in Ukraine. I mean, but what's happened in Ukraine is absolutely horrific. Uh, anyone listening who is unaware, you know, they, 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 they've basically genocided all the men, all the, all the able men in that country. And now they're working their way through the unable men and the women. Um, you're right. I mean, there's been some videos that put out of um, uh, millennials and Gen Zs. I get confused of you know what what these age ranges are laughing at the thought of fighting for the USA. And the rumours that are coming out of that country now is we need to conscript. We need to increase our numbers. It could be that the USA are actually preparing for direct conflict with between them and China or them and Russia or them and Iran. Uh, and uh, the rumor is all the people pouring across the southern border might make excellent uh, bodies uh, for the meat grinder. Could we see that? Could we see Western armies for future conflicts populated from people from Africa and South America? You can't have it both ways. I know that. You can't stuff a population with soy um, and, 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 and not, 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 not give them a sausage or um, and make them guilty about eating steak. You can't have all that and then expect a, a, a great fighting force. Yeah. So you can't, you can't have it both ways, but you know, maybe there is that much of a split. If we look at what is typically, I mean, I, I think politics is an absolute shizer show anyway, at the best of times, Darren. But if you look at that, that that typical red and blue split in the US, the Trump and the Biden, right? You've got your typical soy, and then you've still got a high population of what you might define as people that you'd probably want in your army. So there's still there's still quite a big divide with that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's interesting to see where where they're gonna take it. Um, but in regards to the big psyop, the big event, which who was that journalist? I think you shared it on on Twitter, Darren. There's a female journalist in America who mentioned it. Is it a Black Swan event or something that's oh, going to be coming uh, up next year? She was called Caroline Herridge, I think, off the top of my that's just off the top of my head. She was on CNN uh, that there's going to be a Black Swan event and 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 the fashionable one. Yeah, because the Obamas have just put a film out about a cyber attack. Uh, do you think that there's much, much, you know, legs in that? That's what well, I'm so, preparing for. So, so, so apparently that that journalist, uh, looking at people's comments and and people, some of the people in the know as well. Apparently that journalist um, can be a bit of a stooge in regards to just feeding information to the population. In other words, and and I feel that some it's been building up. I feel that there's an event or. Uh, uh, another psyop that has kind of just been boiling you know they've just been waiting for something i think next year is 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 going to be it but i think it's going to be interesting and of course i might be incredibly wrong because i would never discount anything but i don't think they're going to touch the banks i don't think they're going to touch people's balances oh. because there are certain things that people will not come back from in regards to trust um, in regards to just being like this entire system just don't work or at least being open to that. And a couple of those things is people's bank balance. You mess with that. There's no turning back from that. So I'm mm -hmm. not sure mm -hmm. what, 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 what will happen there. I don't think people's balances will be touched. Then you've got the internet thing. 
that again when we start talking about cyber attacks and stuff like that will the internet go out entirely again i'm not sure about that why because they need to feed their message to you they need to get their message to you right and if the internet goes off then no no netflix social engineering for you my friend right and like that bloody thing that you just mentioned there with the obama thing and all the, yeah. these new these new disaster movies that you know all coincidental of course coming out on the biggest propaganda platform there is netflix all, all, all totally coincidental anyway will the internet go out in its entirety i don't think so because they ain't going to get the message to you and they need to get their message to you so in regards to a prediction i think it will be something in line with something like that but i think it will be more targeted i think it maybe will be something like utilities or or or, or hospitals or something that is something to do with infrastructure where say the us will say something like uh you know the russians are to blame for that or you know this is china or this is that uh, and it'll you know be a big blame game and it will correspond with another event happening like china dipping its toes into taiwan or something like that they'll combine this check the algorithms and see if fatty's going to get off the couch and and put a rifle in their hands my argument was always the same with you with regards to cyber attacks. I always said there's no way they can cut the messaging off. If people no longer had their BBC at 6 o'clock uh, or uh, Jeremy Vine at 11 a.m. in the morning or whenever that numpty is on and they weren't getting their propaganda, after a week everyone would wake up and go, what the hell is going on? Why are we bombing all these people? Uh, why are we allowing our governments to, you know, to dictate our behaviour to us? Um, and people would wake up and probably be in the streets however um i do think that there may be an attack on the banking system or the utility systems or maybe they just bring the power off take the power off for a week uh whilst they run off to their newly made bunkers and i think a vast majority of the billionaires are getting bunkers uh completed in 2024 i think uh old zuckerberg his uh, nuclear bunker is completed in 2024 uh, so they might they might just run off for a couple of months and then come back and bring the system on uh, back online and if you listen to whitney webb this is the sort of event that she is um uh, predicting from her own research and one of the reasons would be that they are easily able to put the footprint uh, of the the cause of any sort of cyber attack on another country like mm. china like iran which is what she is suggesting then they got a reason to go to war with iran the vast mm. majority of public will start waving a new flag and then they'll ask people to come on and say right you need a digital id to access the internet and how many people are going to go I need to get on the internet. I haven't had Wi-Fi for a week. I'm literally shaking with my withdrawals. And they will just immediately go and get their digital digital ID. And then it's all over. You think there's any, you think there's no likelihood of that happening? Or just ask No, not at all. Happening? No, I think, you know, like I said to you, I think the, the last couple of years have taught me anything. It's that anything is possible. Mm -hmm. But I also think that it depends how far they want to take it. But if you look at some of the more significant psyops that have happened in the past, um, then you would be a fool to say that nothing is on, you know, it's, it's all on the table. N nothing is off the table. Um, it just depends on what degree it could take place because there's been significant psyops. When you talk about switching people off 
um, the internet for a week or taking them out of their bank accounts. That's a new level. That's, that's, that's unprecedented. That is, that's a level of psyop that not even they know for sure what could happen from that. So if I was just to put a little bit more optimism, Hey, Darren, let's be a little bit more optimistic. Hey, you know, we don't need to be down in the dumps about them taking our, our, our livelihoods, money and jobs and, and the entire lives away from us. No, if we're going to be a little bit more optimistic, of course, what can happen from such a significant psyop is what they don't expect. And, and that is people being like, rather than them getting their flags out or rather than them just going in the direction of, we saw what they would do for their holiday previously. What will they do for their internet fix rather than that? just happening and that that being the obvious thing that we would think of right now what if people were like I, i'm not doing this digital stuff because look at look at what happened what if people then start to revert to more things like bartering and and trading and and what if people start to think hang on a minute i need to actually take a little bit more responsibility for my life all right this is of course the, the the state's nightmare you know in regards to what they don't want people to be uh doing is taking responsibility of themselves why people wake up a little bit and like oh hang on a minute i need to get a little bit more self-sufficient for me and my family and that takes society in general into a different direction i don't know darren all possible i, I mean i actually and i've said it before if they turned off the internet you can imagine in 10 minutes you could look out i've got a window right now i could look out the window and you'd see people sort of coming out of their doors and looking up into the <laughs> sky and looking at each other going and maybe yeah. start talking to each other for the, oh you're my neighbor uh and they're all yeah everyone would be a bit lost wouldn't they and actually it could have the could, like you were suggesting the complete opposite effect uh to the intention of the state uh, and just one more thing before we go to the break i am sure when i sat here uh, in this seat in 2022 i don't know who I was talking to doesn't really matter uh and I, we was probably having a similar conversation suggesting oh we're gonna have all these events we've got the oh it's gonna be nuclear war between USA and Russia in 2023 uh, and none of that actually materialized uh, could it be that they just put these um uh, the, the propaganda out these false narratives out so that people like me and you can then spread disinformation misinformation malinformation whatever you want information uh and and we actually sort of live in fear of things that are never actually ever going to happen and they use that in a way uh, uh to control us as i said Darren, anything is possible but there's a couple of things from that one is fear is is an interesting thing and yes when you look at it, it what, whatever happens moving forward whether there's an event or whether there isn't fear is a tool for control and yes it works but at the same time you cannot discount what has happened previously you know if mm. you're going to lend somebody money you would like to know whether they've paid it back previously or whether they haven't right if we look at history then there's been some pretty significant things happen. If you were to ignore that in its entirety, then you are indeed a fool. So it's about a balance, not letting that fear destroy your life experience, which is difficult in itself, especially if you go down lots of different holes. Um, you've got to be able to balance that. 
um, and balance that control, that fear that they clearly do feed off um, just from an energy point of view, balance that between being realistic. And mm -hmm. if you were to to look at what is realistic, just have a look at what's happened in the past and what it is that they want. It's, I mean, look, it's not hard to say if you were, uh, you know, a significant banker, a family or these people that really run this show, what would you want? What, what, what would you want from a population? What would you want from people? If you just connect the dots just a little bit on that, then to ignore it entirely would be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. What they want is just compliance. They just want pure compliance any way that they can get it. Uh, and you're right. We shouldn't allow the narratives or the fear of potential events to, that may happen sometime in the future to hold us back. We should just uh, prepare for the worst. And as always, and people don't like the word hope, but hope for the best. Okay, we're going to a break now, uh, Carl. And then when we come back, let's just talk about artificial intelligence, uh, AI, CBDCs, digital IDs, because these things are almost certainly coming down the line unless the public push back hard enough. So please stay right here with us on TNT Radio. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. Two new internationally peer-reviewed studies published in major scientific journals have documented misleading northern hemisphere temperature data and attribution analysis indicating inadequate considerations of the urban heat island, its influence on climate records and dominant influences of the sun, and producing warming and cooling phases. Published in August in the journal Climate, the first of these studies concludes that the global warming influences on people could be mostly an urban problem associated with a well-known urban heat island phenomenon by where structures, including paved services and concrete buildings, absorb heat during the day and release it at night, but of course much more slowly. Although urban areas account for less than 4% of the global land surface, they contain many of the weather stations where temperatures are collected, which substantially skew the bigger picture. Whereas the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change estimates that UHI accounts for less than 10% of the global warming, the new study suggests that urban warming might account for up to 40% of the recorded change since 1850. Now you combine that with some of the other things that the IPCC conveniently seems to ignore, like underwater heating that's going on, and what do you get? You get a good reason to be very, very skeptical on what you're being told about the climate. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog, meteorologist Joe Bastardi, asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. While serving in Afghanistan, I was hit by sniper fire. The fighting was so intense, the medevac chopper was barely able to land. In the hospital, I was given a 5% chance to live. It's a good thing math wasn't my best subject. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I talk to kids about dealing with life's struggles. I tell them, with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. I know that some struggles are big and some are small, but they're all struggles, and you have to learn to get through them. With support from DAV, more veterans like me can live their best life. And as a new father, I have one more reason to keep on keeping on. My victory is being there for the next generation. Adam Alexander, may your victories inspire many more. 
Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is Digging Deeper with D.D. Denslow on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Uh, welcome back to TNT Radio. Yes, this is me, D.D. Denslow, on a, uh, an early Sunday New Year's Eve edition uh, of Digging Deeper. I'm here with Carl Vernon for the next 15 minutes. Uh, we were just talking, we just briefly, maybe you've got any New Year's resolutions then, Carl? You just mentioned one to me. Yeah, drink, drink less. As I just mentioned, Dan, drink less. It, drinking is it's one of these funny things, isn't it? It's one of these funny things in the... The fire goes on on a cold evening, and then you know you have a look. I'm a little bit earlier than usual, but the red, the, the bottle of red over there is looking pretty appealing, right? And then it gets earlier and earlier and earlier until you think, "Am I an alcoholic?" Um, drink less is uh, is is one of my uh, one of my goals for for next year because I know that whatever said and done you know if i drink too much and get too much into that habit it's it, it's not it's not great you know we don't have to be rocket scientists to know that but sitting down and, and having a nice glass of red every now and again shouldn't uh, uh anybody but you know, maybe drinking just a little bit too much and maybe you know wind that down a little bit perhaps you said uh, not drinking has been one of the best things you've ever done I used to drink. How much did I used to drink? I, I would drink about 70 units a day. At, at my peak, I was drinking two litres of vodka a day. So we're going back to like 2009, 2010-ish, probably when I was at my worst. I was severely alcoholic. And I spent three years in and out of hospital. Uh, and I spent wow. forever trying to stop drinking and i still have a wobble every now and then but i've effectively been abstinent from alcohol since uh, august bank holiday 2016 and i've actually been abstinent from tobacco since august bank holiday my seventh year anniversary of stopping drinking i stopped tobacco this year and i haven't smoked any tobacco i smoke some other stuff every now and then and that's going that's one of my new year's resolutions is to get that out so i can be uh, a pure straight man but i will say this one week without alcohol, all of a sudden you're like that. Wow, I can think so much better. Yeah, I feel I've so much clear-headed. I've got much more energy. And I felt yeah. the same again with the tobacco, which actually is the hardest thing I've probably done is give up the tobacco for one month. Yeah, I, 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 I smoked for 15 years. I smoked for 15 years. And and like you say, Darren, smoking, I mean, alcohol, I'm sure you, you, you know more than I do about, I mean, that two litres a day is, that, that's and the rest. like you say, yeah, I mean that, that's 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 a lot, isn't it? So to overcome that, well done to you, and uh, overcome smoking. You know, fifteen years smoking that that that's that's the hardest thing I've ever done. Is it these times of years near Christmas, New Year's, where the wo the wobble is particularly strong? Um, yeah, because everybody's out. It's New Year's Eve today. All my friends will be having parties in their house. I may go round at four or five o'clock in the afternoon uh, and, and sit there with my mug of coffee uh, and my non-tobacco cigarette. Uh, and um, uh, I might, uh, it's just not the same. And so um, for all the benefits that I've got, it's also left me, uh, uh, I'm considered 
unsociable these days because <laughs> I don't yeah. drink alcohol and I don't get invited anywhere, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and again, that's the thing about drink as well, isn't it? There's such a strong social aspect of drinking at this time of year as well. Uh, I think what, what has helped um, is as you get older, you know, I went out for a, a cocktail with with the missus not, not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago. And um, it was a, a Saturday night because we went out for something to eat beforehand. And I'll tell you what, I went to this cocktail bar. There's a song there, isn't there? I went, I went to this cocktail bar and uh, I, I just, <laughs> I, I, we ordered our cocktail, sat down and I'm looking around and I'm like, you know, I don't miss this. I don't miss this at all. You, you got all these young'uns, right? I'm sounding old now. We got all these young'uns, and they're just acting like absolute freaking morons. And you got, you know, people my age out as well. But you could just tell that half of them are on something, or um, there's just something not, not. I don't know whether it's my awareness has increased as I've become older, and my tolerance has got a lot less. Because when I was younger, it was, you know, hey, you know, get work a week, make the money, go out drinking, and that's what life was about. Just going to this one bar, I was like, you know, because I, I don't I don't go out drinking and stuff like that. I don't even really like pubs. And uh, I'm just like, you know what, I just don't miss it. Don't don't miss it in the slightest. And I think, you know, alcohol forms such a big part of that culture as well. But yeah, le le less alcohol, no smoking is a good thing. Yeah, uh, people don't realize just how uh, how addictive alcohol is because it's so socially um, acceptable. And you're right, you see people who are drinking. I'll, I'll go around friends later on. They'll start drinking. Within 20 minutes of them opening their first beer or having their first wine, they're different people. Uh, and me being a very sober person these days, I spot see it straight away. And I think to myself, why do you drink? It turns you into an absolute asshole. It costs you a fortune and you wake up sick the next day and the only thing that's going to make you better is having more alcohol. And that's the slippery road that I went down. Uh, and it nearly killed me, Carl. I mean, it, I, but I was... When you look at... An absolute shadow. Well, I was just saying, saying Darren, wait, wait, but when, when you look at that, it, it, you know, the, the cognitive bias of when you're not drinking, I, I went for a period of time without drinking and you look for the positives out of that, but let's not forget why people do get addicted and, and why just grabbing that, that, you know, just even a couple of glasses of red that do add up over time as well, Dan, yeah. you know, let's face that. Why is that? It's because of you know, this, the relaxant. Of course, this stuff is poison quite literally, but it's a relaxant, you know, when you've dealt with so much crap, when you've been on the internet, when you've looked at all the information, when you just think, bloody, I need to chill out. There's mm -hmm. way different ways people look for that solution. And the big one, because it's legal as well, you know, let's let's not forget that. This this poison is legal. They turn to alcohol, they drink, it relaxes them. And in a social environment, it, it brings out more truth as well yeah so you know the what people might see as the the positive side of it, it brings out more of a an outgoing personality in people that may feel a bit more subdued as well so there's all these aspects of it that rather than just focusing on the negatives why people do it and it's understandable but the fact that it's legal doesn't mean that that uh that it should be abused right
Uh-huh. Right. And, and tobacco is legal as well. Uh, and the other uh, aspect, I mean, I've only got negative things to say about alcohol generally, is it fills up the hospitals at weekends as well. You know, so, uh, you know, oh, we've got to support our NHS. Maybe stop letting people get absolutely hammered and beating each other up and falling downstairs, etc. Uh, maybe 75% of the hospital wouldn't be filled up with uh, alcohol patients. Um, but that's a slippery so- slope in itself, though, isn't it, Darren? In the... Um, this is where I mean, you know, in regards to free speech, why we do what we do because of the importance of people having responsibility and making their own choices. You mentioned there, you know, allowing people, stopping people from doing so. Again, who's going to do that? It'll be the state. The state, the government will say you're only allowed to to do that. That's the slippery slope, isn't it? That's that's where where the, where that line comes in between how much responsibility is given and how much is dictated. That's always going to be a gray area in so many different areas, including alcohol. Um, the It's always going to be a funny one when it comes to how much power the state actually has. Yeah, and uh, I'm not suggesting they should ban alcohol, you know, or or ban. I, I don't think anything should be banned. But to be honest, I think people should have the freedom and the the personal responsibility to decide whether they want to drink, or whether they want to smoke, or whether they want to partake in other activities that are considered uh, illegal uh, by the state. In fact, if we were given those freedoms, because we're not, are we? Uh, we're allowed to drink. We're allowed to smoke, but nothing else. If we was given those freedoms, maybe we wouldn't have some of the uh, like substance abuse problems or other issues that come out of, of misusing the small freedoms that we are given. If we, was, if we was just saying, it's up to you what you do, we might have an actual more responsible uh, society, do you think? The issue that we have, Darren, is that 80% of people are morons. That that sums up the statement. That's what I was trying to say. I was being politically correct. That's the issue we got. All right. Very quickly, we were talking about plans. We was going to talk about CBDCs and digital IDs, but we got carried away talking about the old booze. And I did have a topic that briefly mentioned last time. We was talking about Black Swan events, and I actually asked people for their predictions of 2024 on Twitter yesterday. Had a massive response, quite surprising. And guess what the number one response was for what they believe is going to be the psyop, the narrative, the Black Swan event of 2024 begins with the letter a what do you think it's going to be have too much artificial intelligence oh no that does begin with a no they said aliens and i know that you're a big fan everybody everybody um uh, everybody posted that they believe that aliens is going to be the big topic for 2024 do you think that's going to be the case i don't i don't i don't i don't i i think actually what 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 will happen is is they're just feeding us little little choo choo is a little little mouthful just a tiny mouthful and that's why you're getting fed little little tidbits of things regarding aliens and i think that will continue into next year maybe into the years after that too why because it's too big it's too soon um, but it, they'll they'll continue to social engineer us with little 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 uh, bites of it, uh, but it won't be the main thing. I don't think. 
But hasn't that actually been happening in film and TV for decades now? If you go and that's look how big it the... is. Uh, that, so that, that's how, how big this psyop is. Um, so yeah, it's been. It, this is this is the biggie, right? Uh, this is the big one. So they they need literally decades of social engineering for this one. So when that that figure comes up and they finally decide to press the button on whatever it's going to look like um and that cgi thing or whatever <laughs> blue beam comes up they need to be absolutely sure um that it that it's the right time and it works because if if it doesn't then that ain't just your average psyop that don't work that that's like that's mind-bending changing stuff uh-huh I um I've got my fingers crossed, Carl. Uh, and I do pretty much <laughs> every night I go to bed. I, I keep my fingers crossed. Going when I wake up tomorrow, please let it be the aliens. Uh, and I'm hoping for exactly that in 2024. Uh, it's my dying wish uh, before I die is that I'm told the truth about that. And I'm sure I'll probably be really, really, really disappointed. Uh, Carl, uh, I really, really appreciate you getting up uh, early. Uh, I know you've got to shoot off uh, in a minute, so uh, it's been actually it's been a great chat. Uh, and I'm glad to have had it with you on New Year's Eve. Say something positive before you disappear, my friend. Hey, listen, <clears throat> 2024, it's, it, it, what is control? One of the big things for me is um, you can only control yourself, not others. And that's key to remembering how next year is going to be and the years ahead. Whatever happens externally, remember, the only thing you can control is yourself personal responsibility i like it carl happy new year to you my friends and to everybody else i've got dave i've got dave adam coming on in about five minutes so stay here with us on tnt radio